What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Just Saying Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale, and tis the season indeed with today's guest. I am so excited to have her. Um, she has so many things in the works right now. She has a current podcast called Welcome to I Love My Kid But. Just I Love My Kid But. I see the welcome highlight. It's I not welcome. It. It's I Love My Kid I but. Love My Kid Land. But. <laughs> this is your last day. Happy holidays. <laughs> this podcast, it's a weekly escape where comedians Megan Gailey, who is my guest today, yes. uh, Kurt Bronner, Chris Garcia, and guests unload about the joys and challenges of being a parent, all the hell their kids put them through and how they might reclaim some of the glory of their pre-parenting life. Mm. You've had amazing guests. I had Pete Holmes on mine. He's been on yours. Greg Fitzsimmons has been on mine. Sklar Brothers coming up as well. A lot of dads. A lot of dads. The moms are busy. That's moms are I, always busy. I'm like, the, we don't have enough. Mo-. People are always like, can you have more moms? I'm like, moms are booked. Yeah. Moms have things going on. We just named four dads. Very avail. Very avail. They're like, I'll do a podcast. I'll, I'll drive from Ojai. Yeah. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. And I feel like the moms are especially busy during the holidays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just left my parents' house and like my mom was shuttling people to the airport like she drove a Hyatt house bus. Yeah. Yeah. In and out, in and out. Where was this? Where does mom shuttle? From her house to the airport. Her house where's, to the airport. Where's, where's home? Indianapolis. 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 That sounds yeah. like a shuttle town. Yeah, you got to shuttle. My dad, don't know what he's doing. Doing a podcast. He's resting. He's yeah. resting. He's retired. He's retired. Well, he's in a band. Yeah. So he's probably, I don't know, looking at Led Zeppelin sheet music. Yeah? Yeah. Just that old classic pastime? <laughs> yes. God. But um, your previous podcast, you've had comedians and lifetime fanatics- Lifetime television for women. Yes. Uh, fanatics, Naomi Ekpergen, Ekpergen? Naomi Ekpergen. Ekpergen, thank you. Um, every week as you recap a different Lifetime movie beat by beat. And I'm yep. so glad that you are here because not only are you one of the biggest sports fanatics mm-hmm. ever that I've ever met, mm-hmm. but you're also a Lifetime movie aficionado. Yeah, very small Venn diagram of yeah. people that like Lifetime or Bravo. Oh. Yeah, There, whenever it's like the Super Bowl, to be like, Bravo fans, like just here for the Super Bowl and or, or like just here for the halftime show. And that's like one circle. And I'm like, well, I like, I like Real Housewives and the but Indianapolis see, I feel, Colts. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like Bravo and also like, drag race have become like fantasy leagues. Yes. And like sports has drama. It does. Oh my God. Give me some sports drama. Okay. So Doc Rivers, who used to be the coach for the Clippers, then was the 76ers coach and now is a broadcaster. He at one point had his daughter's ex-boyfriend traded to be on his team. His name's Paul George. He's currently on the Clippers. Paul George cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a dancer in Miami, impregnated her, and then Doc Rivers just had to coach him. I mean, that is Real Housewives level. That is drama. Yes. Should I start Um, watching football? I think so. There was, (laughs) oh my God, there was this really fun rumor. I mean, not fun for Bills fans, but the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, who's sort of just like a regular looking white man. It was rumored that he cheated on his longtime girlfriend, impregnated the girl. And I and I always say this, if you're going to cheat, you have to wear a condom. Like, can we get with it, guys? If you're going to cheat, wear a condom. You cannot cheat and get an STD or- Raw dog. Or pregnant. That's yeah. just like, it, that's 
inconceivable. We don't need a raw dog Christmas, you so, know? So apparently he cheated, got uh, on his longtime girlfriend, got the other girl pregnant, and all of this blew up, like came to the surface the day before the Bills had a playoff game, and they lost a playoff game that they should have won because of it. Why? Because it was like it was on his mind yeah. and he was like, oh, yeah. I can't focus. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had two white women screaming at him. And then there's like this famous like meme clip, I don't know, of his like really star wide receiver smashing his helmet down next to him. And it was like he knew and he was mad at him. Like, you got to wear a condom, dog. Now we're losing in the playoffs. So it's like it sounds like pregnancy mm -hmm. is to football as vodka is to housewives. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how the drama <clears throat> ensues. Now, yeah. what are your thoughts on this whole like Travis and Taylor nonsense? Um, so I love Travis. Travis is from Cleveland. So he's like very good Midwestern stock. I have met him a few times. Uh -huh. Oh, really? Um, yeah, we have a mutual friend. He is lovely, really funny, really hot. Does he wear condoms? <sighs> Uh, I, honestly, I've dated some men from Cleveland, and I'm going to say coin flip. Are we going to have a Taylor Swift pregnancy in 2024? Well, here is what Swifties have been saying to me. They're like, oh, my God, we heard that they're going to get engaged in December or January. And I'm like, if you were a sports fan, you would know that would be the worst time for them to get engaged. Super Bowl, playoffs. That is playoff push. I knew that. Yes. I knew it. So it's like... It, it, the earliest they would be getting engaged in February. Or post-Super Bowl. This was my prediction. Yeah. They win the Super Bowl. He proposes to her on the field. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could absolutely see that. Um, I think it's a relationship that probably started out of like, huh, everyone is like saying we should do this. Like yes. this will be funny. Yeah. You like slid me your phone number, like whatever. Yeah. They're well documented, not either of each other's type in any way. You don't think so? No, 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 no. She dates, you know, wafy musicians. He is one of the greatest tight ends of a lifetime. A white tight end, too. Beefy, strong, broad shoulders. Harry. Harry. Yeah. Um, and he likes <laughs> black women. Oh. Yeah, he, I mean, I, he, I think he's dated, like, so he had a reality show, Catching Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... All the women he liked were black women. All of his exes are black women. Taylor Swift is the furthest thing from a black woman. I think we can yeah. all agree. Yeah. And so we're talking opposite types, both attractive, successful. I think they probably started it as like a, ah, you know, we got mutual agents or publicists and this will be like interesting. And then I think they've been like a breath of fresh air for each other and, and enjoyed it and have like a mutual respect for what the other one does. Sometimes you just need to flip your... Oh. Your type, you know what I yes. mean? It's like, oh, I'm dating these wafy, sickly looking young Timothy Chalamet boys. And it's like, oh, I'm dating these like, you know, fierce, like strong black women. Yes. You know, it's like, well, maybe let's just flip them around and see and what happens. See, and but they do you, love th it. you do think it's like real, legit. What I are think, the stats? I think it's real now. I think like, <laughs> I really, I think it's real now. You think it's real now? Yeah. She's from Pennsylvania. He's from He's from Cleveland, like sort of shared backgrounds growing up. Um, and yeah, I'm sure like if you were, we see it with comedians all the time. If you were to go and like watch someone perform to a sold out arena and yeah. people are like screaming and crying, you'd be like, yeah, I'll fuck them. You know, like there is something about what both of them do. <laughs> I'm like. 
there's something about what both of yes. them do that's like I think very attractive to the other one and like an understanding of lifestyle too. Interesting. And even though she's far more famous and everyone was like, I've never heard of him. It's like he had hosted SNL. You know what? That's he was a, always a thing. He was a multi Super Bowl champion. Yes. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, yes, he may not be known to every 27 right. year old working in PR, but like he is a famous person. There's nothing worse than like, I didn't know who you were until dot, dot, dot. Okay, it's like, great. well, sorry that you were like out of the loop. Yeah, like, I'm, he owns mansions. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter if you didn't know him. Like, he is known. Yeah. How is the sex life, do we think? I bet he is elevating her. Like, usually I think it's, <laughs> usually I think it's women elevating men, you know, yeah. to oh, be like. Oh, I thought you meant like he's picking her oh, up. Oh, he's picking her you up. You think he's picking sure. her up? Oh, he's picking her in that long back up. Oh. And he, and I bet, I bet hip up, they're the same. Is that her I, position on the team, long back? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift's oh a long back. God, he's a tight she's end. A, she's a long backer. Mm. Um, I think he is, I think he's probably blowing her mind. Because a lot of these men that she's been with, and I've done a lot of research having mm. sex with wafy men myself is they present male feminist uh -huh. and then they fuck you like a blow up doll and it's like no 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 i need you to fuck the fuck here okay you're mm. you're you're talking the talk but i need you to to fuck me like you believe in roe v wade and and so i think he is probably being i bet he's like a very dedicated thoughtful lover like santa yeah, I mean, he, and like his brother is more Santa-like, you know, know. His, his brother's a little beefier, but he's like strong, hot. I mean, I have friends that he's not their type either. And they're like, whoa, Travis Kelsey. I thought he was going to win um, Sexiest Man of the Year. What's it? Sexiest Man Alive by People. No, I really Kim did. Kardashian won that. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. That was GQ's Man of the Year. What is life these days? I know. Oh, I know. God. Well, okay. So those were, who's going to the Super Bowl, do you think? Ooh, the Eagles, for okay, sure. Okay, so that's Jason. That's Jason Kelsey. Uh -huh. I mean, the Eagles are like surging right now. They're the best team in the NFL. Um, So they're my pick out of the NFC, and I thought they were going to have a down year. Um, And the AFC is, I, like, I want it to be the Chiefs because... I think that's like the best storyline, but that was the Super Bowl last year yeah. was was brother versus brother. God, I don't, I, I could see it being the Ravens, the AFC, that's the division that my beloved Colts are in or the conference my Colts are in. It's really kind of unclear at this wow. point. Wow. But we will find, I mean, this is a prediction. This isn't yeah. like, you know, oh, yeah. this is who, but I do love that it's like a female's point of view. I love that. Thank you. Because I honestly have no idea what the fuck you've been talking about for the past like 10 minutes. But you've been nodding. Like, I've been nodding. Yeah, interested. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I am. Yeah. I'm there yeah. and I'm engaged, but mm -hmm. like some of the words, I'm just like, mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, Correct. right. I mean, we both were on the NFL pile up, uh, the pylon, yes. which was yeah. an amazing show yeah. uh, on Amazon. And they were like, do the fashion of the football team, Justin. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah. And then I can't remember something else I did, but it was like, oh yeah, I'm on this like sports show now. And mm -hmm. I actually got to go to that. Um, what is it called? NFL Honors? What was this? Is that where it was? Oh, at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. Like you got to go <laughs> like, to where? What is it? They're like the SoFi Stadium. SoFi Stadium, which is where the Chargers and the Rams play yeah, and where Taylor insane. performed. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we're getting a lot of crossover. Um, I yeah. remember we were there and they were like, 
they had announced that Taylor was performing and they were like, this mm-hmm. is the hallway she's going to go down. And and this is like the arena. It's insane. It's massive. So that's where NFL Network is headquartered too. It used to be mm-hmm. at a different location, but when they built SoFi, they moved all the offices there. So it's like all on this massive campus in Inglewood now and it's like really beautiful. It was huge. It was like, yeah. like, like a spaceship almost. Oh, it does look like a just spaceship. Just like, just locks and yes. corridors and like yeah. eye scans. And then you like see just like loose people waiting for Harry Styles. And it's like, he's not coming for eight months, but it's like, we're camped out. Yeah. We're ready. We're ready. Posters yeah. are drawn. Posters are drawn, like in line, mm-hmm. putting, putting the wristbands mm-hmm. on, curating the wristbands. I mean, and like they, you could be like, okay, who's the quarterback for the Rams? And they'd be like, no fucking idea. Don't care. Does he know Harry Styles? Exactly. Probably not. Do they know that he shaved his head? His name's Matt Stafford. What? The the Rams quarterback. Oh, okay. I was like, who's Matt? (laughs) It's not Harry Styles. Um, One of my favorite moments of football this year was Dolly Parton. Yes. um, In her little Dallas Cowboy getup for Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. What do we think? Gorgeous. I mean, your Nana could never. 77. Work, bitch. Looked so good. Uh, Um. And then I I loved all of the juxtaposition between like what Dolly was doing and what Jack Harlow was doing because he was, you know, I didn't even see Jack Harlow dressed like a outcast from the Matrix and had like a terrible set. And it's like Dolly is like giving not just body body at 77, but like artistry, voice, like a lot of fun. And I think she is probably the like someone that everyone agrees on. Yeah. Where it's like she actually unites the country. Because I saw comments have to be turned off on a Sesame Street post recently. Why? People were going nuts. About what? Elmo? No. Is it Bert and Ernie again? What are they doing? <laughs> it was, I, I'm like afraid to even tell Why? you. Why? What is it? Basically, Sesame Street was like, hey, don't murder children. And everyone what? was like, we will murder children. You know, like it was, it was insane. So Sesame Street had to turn comments off. Like, that's how crazy it's gotten in the streets. Is this the world we live in, that yes. Sesame Street has to yes. turn off their comments? Yes, but Dolly, I think Dolly is, like, the great unifier. She should. She's younger than Biden and Trump. She should run. Oh, absolutely. And also, she was, like, covered up. I know. But it was also giving you, like, Britney Spears toxic with, yeah. like, the bedazzled bodysuit. Yeah, because, like, she's uh. not showing her, like— bare skin, but she is showing that tiny Tiny waist. Tiny waist, tiggle bitties. And like- The Smoky Mountains. To stand next to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders is, as a woman, one of the most horrifying things I can never even think of. Really? Oh my God, I just feel like my eyelids would have cellulite. Like they would just be like, (laughs) get her out of here! Back to the shadows! (laughs) Well, I always, so like the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving Day. There Uh are the Lions, Cowboys, and then there's a third game that rotates who the teams are, but the Lions don't have cheerleaders. The Cowboys obviously have the most famous cheerleaders in sports. And I'm always like, do those bitches eat Thanksgiving? Or like, they must not. I always wonder that. Like, what do they do on like game day for Thanksgiving? Like, I guess their families go to the games, right? Do they? They don't get tickets. Those girls are treated not well. They make like $75 a game. And they have to be weighed in. As it should be. (laughs) I'm like like the olden days. You got to pay me if I'm not eating Thanksgiving. But wasn't there like a Lifetime movie where like there was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader murder or wasn't that the- Um, It was Texas Cheerleader um, and it was high school. 
It was Tori Spelling. Yes, we Landon and I were talking about okay. Mother, Mother May I Sleep a Danger, too, which is a classic Lifetime that starred Tori Spelling, and then they did a, re, a reboot. So, well, I guess they did a sequel, mm-hmm. in a sense, and Tori Spelling is the mother in it, and her daughter is a lesbian vampire. God bless yep. this network. Yep. The Lord's uh, work. The Lord's work through vampires and lesbianism. God, I mean, Lifetime just never... Okay, are you more Lifetime or Hallmark? Um, I am not even allowed to mention the second one. No, I oh, can't. really? I, and now that we no longer do You're it. like, I'm great American family. <laughs> um, Candace. Well, so I'm more Lifetime yeah. because they paid me a salary for mm-hmm. a long time. If they didn't, though, Lifetime as a company is actually much more inclusive. Hallmark is extremely Christian. Yeah. Well. Very um, anti-gay, anti- Which, By the way- do they not know that Who's like watching? gift cards from Hallmark are gay? Yeah, I, like come on. I, well, so I am listening. There is a like a serious Hallmark Christmas channel that I'm listening to, but Lifetime, Lifetime doesn't just do the Christmas gorgeously. They also are like year round. Uh-huh. Whereas Hallmark, this is really their time to shine, and Lifetime kind of like transcends being put into a box, and I think is just much more inclusive. But Lifetime is more true crime. It during the rest of the year. But then they did do a um they did a murder Christmas movie. What? It was really fun. Guess what? Guess what people were getting murdered over? Uh leaving comments on Sesame <laughs> Street's Instagram. That would have made more sense. God. No, they were being murdered over um Charles Dickens village houses. You know, those little houses that like my mom has them. Like, they're little tiny. Like the little, like, displays? Yes. People are being murdered over those. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. Because I feel like that's, like, very borderline antique roadshow. It was. And people are like, yeah. this is 800 years old. The movie opens with an elder. I don't know why I'm laughing. The movie opens. Go for it. This is it. Laugh. <laughs> the movie opens with a very elderly woman being pushed down the stairs to her death over her Dickens Village collection. This is the Black Friday I need. <laughs> it's so good. Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you in part by Rocket Money. Do you ever just look on your phone and you get a notification from your bank that a certain amount of money has been withdrawn and you're just like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And you don't really know what it's for. You know what it probably is? Those subscriptions. We subscribe to everything. We're constantly getting billed. And sometimes we don't realize that we are not subscribed to those anymore. You thought you deleted the app, but nope, you did it and you're still getting charged for it. Well, now you don't have to worry because Rocket Money is here to take care of you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want or I want to cancel it, all I have to do is just tap and Rocket Money takes care of the rest for it. You never even have to speak to a customer service representative. Finally, get out of here, robot. They'll even try to refund you all the money that you've already spent and try to lower your bill up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and send it on over to Rocket Money. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Saiyan, S-A-Y-I-N. That's rocketmoney.com slash Saiyan. 
rocketmoney.com slash S-A-Y-I-N. Start saving. And now back with Megan Gailey. Do you want to play a game? I would love to. Okay, so you have... You are Miss Lifetime movie. Uh-huh. I want to play a game with you. Okay. And we are going to, you are going to have to guess whether this plot is real or fake. Okay, great. Okay. And I think you're going to like sweep the floor. <laughs> I feel like you're very competitive. <laughs> I'm very competitive. I've seen probably 150 Lifetime movies. Really? Too. Yeah. Oh, so you're going to. I don't ass. know, but we'll see. I, I'm. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Becoming Santa. A woman brings her boyfriend home for Christmas to meet her parents, Santa and Mrs. Claus. He must decide if he's willing to continue their relationship after learning that he'd be next in line for Santa's job. I think that's real. You think that's real? I do. Correct. Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) Becoming Santa is a real movie. Now streaming on LMN Network. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Freebie, Tubi, Freeform, all that. Um, Sounds good. And I want, you know, it has sort of like nepotism Mm -hmm. themes in it. Nepo Santa is like it right now. Yeah, Nepo Santa. Well, did you see the sign outside on like, it's sunset? The Santa Clauses? Yeah. Who, uh, what? I don't know. With Gabriel Iglesias? I thought it was like a genie. I was like, oh no, that's that's like Gabriel Iglesias is <laughs> like an elf. And there, there's like a whole family. And then the lady from Lost. <sighs> What's her name? Do we know her? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We don't remember her name. We Anyways, don't remember her name. But like, her name is... But yeah. I'm thrilled for her career. Um. So here's another one, okay? This is called The Great Light Race. Oh, Elizabeth Mitchell. Thank you. Mrs. Santa. Mrs. Santa. Mrs. Okay, Santa. Tim Allen. Yeah, Cal Calvin Claus. Uh-huh. Cal oh my Calvin gosh, Claus. Eric Stone Street. Eric Stone Street plays Magnus Oh, this Ansis. is the Santa Claus. I thought this was the film that you had just described. I go, these are high. This and is Santa actors. Claus's. Yeah, yeah. so Santa yeah, because I was like, they pull it up and I'm like, what's her name? And oh my like, gosh, and the, and the guy in the son in real life, his last name is Austin Kane, like Candy Kane. You know, I wonder if they factored See, that in. That's what I need to know. I'm like, is it? Are you automatically cast in a holiday movie if you already have like a right. holiday name? Yeah. Hmm. Like if I was like Justin Slaybell, like people would be like, get him in now. <laughs> but S L A Y B E L L. Here we go. All right. Next. Next uh, movie title plot: The Great Light Race. Okay. In a small town hit by a power outage on Christmas Eve, the Great Light Race becomes a quest as neighbors compete to create the most dazzling holiday light display, the old-fashioned way to restore the town's cheer and remind everyone that love promises to brighten more than just the streets. Oof. The plot seems like a yes. The The title seems like a no. Why is that? Because it's usually much more of like a pun. Mm. Um, like... This would be like, home is where the candles are or something. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my home. <laughs> my home is where the candles are. My toddler son loves smelling candles. And I'm like, he's okay. gay. He's gay. <laughs> oh, oh. He's like, pick it up, pick it. Like, he can't talk, but he's like, so I pick up, he smells. And oh, he smiles. he's a candle connoisseur. <laughs> oh, One and a half loving you're candles. So lucky. <laughs> Goose Creek. Go get you some Goose Creek candles. They're the best. Um, I'm going to say real. 
You should have went with your instinct. Dang it's fake. It. You were like, the dang title it. doesn't make dang sense. It. Dang it, dang That's it. That's a fake one. Okay. And also, it kind of sounds like holiday problematic. The Great Light Race? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't on, flag that. On, they wouldn't flag that. That's on Great American Family. That's definitely on Hallmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. definitely like yeah. Candace Cameron. Like, did someone say oh, Great God. American, Great Light Race? Okay, here we go. Crazy for Christmas, uh -huh. or in Spanish, loco para Navidad. Okay. Shannon, I'm in. If it starts with Christmas and Shannon, I'm in. <laughs> Shannon, a single mother. Yes, ah! great. Is forced to chauffeur a wealthy eccentric around town on Christmas Eve while he gives away cash to complete strangers. When a reporter pursues the story, a new romance blossoms. Okay, so it's Made in Manhattan meets Driving Miss Stacy. Is there anything better? I'm still like caught up on not going with my gut on the last one. Do you need the title again? Crazy yeah. for Christmas. I'm going to say fake. It is real. What the hell? I know. It is real. So the, so the chauffeur and the, and the crazy man fall in love? Shannon is Shannon is a is a woman. I'm assuming yeah. she's she's has to drive around Ebenezer Scrooge, and they fall in love, and they fall in love. Great, yeah. It's very like well, Anna Nicole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like he's clearly a terrible person. Um, or and maybe hold on, I'm gonna say she falls in love with the reporter um, who's pursuing the story, and maybe they take down the rich guy, or he has like a they come shove him to... down the stairs for his <laughs> Christmas village. Yes. yes. He has a come to baby Jesus and becomes like a good person at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you gave me the Spanish title because it Just is. Just because I knew what it was. Okay, great. Great. Because <laughs> there are, there are Spanish leaning ones. Loco Christ para Navidad. Uh, Christmas in Santa Fe oh. had a lot of um, Spanish themes. That was oh. a really fun one, Mario Lopez. And there is a dance competition in it too. I'm sorry, Christmas in Santa Fe has a dance competition? And Mario Lopez and Mario Lopez's actual daughter in real life. But what's the dance? Con is it like step up in Albuquerque? It's what like, is this? It's it's like the the girl who has to go back. She's an architect. Maybe they're always architects. I think. Yeah. She has to go back. Her mom is dead, but her mom used to run a dance studio. And then they need to like do something in the dance studio's honor. There's always like. There's always Christmas and uh -huh. there's always like a countdown to Christmas, but then there has to be some sort of like B story or subplot that's like, we got to win a competition. We got to get enough toys to the toy drive. We have, they have to. Before we, the clock strikes 12. Yes. Yeah. We have to make a gingerbread thing with all the spices that my dead grandmother brought from China. Yes. Like that is an actual one. So it <laughs> is some sort of like other thing they're doing yeah. in addition to just like Christmas. Yes. Get the whole holiday ambiance. Yeah. And Got we it. need it to have like a rat race element. Oh, I love a rat race. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of shoving. Uh -huh. Get to the uh -huh. airport. Kevin. All right. Here's we have we have three more. Oh God. Yeah. I'm really you mad. Have time. No, you're I'm fine. mad at myself. Don't be mad at yourself. Okay. Just believe. Okay. It's a Christmas miracle. You must believe in yourself, Maggie. I know, wiggle my nose. Community Center Magi. Mm. The residents of Evergreen Valley are down on their luck, and the trio who run the community center, Golda, Murr, and Frank, team up to save more than just the annual Christmas festival. They rediscover the magic of community, love, and belonging amidst the holiday chaos. I think this is real. Final answer? I guess it's fake then. <laughs> 
It is fake. <laughs> because, okay, because I've seen one with a Christmas, with like a community center that they were trying to redo. But Golda, Murr, and Frank. I know. Who's right? Land is writing these? Yes. I should have taken that into consideration. But I, I was like, I could not. I was like, you asshole. I should have taken that this. into consideration. Well, and okay, so the one, I'm now noticing a theme in the ones that Land is writing. There's some sort of like, message at the end right. um, and that he's really spelling that out. And sometimes Lifetime is like, yeah, people make out. Yeah. And that's the message. But also Land is like, this writer's strike is I over. Know. Well, I have pitches. I know. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. Here's, here's a plot and title. This movie is called Game On, Santa. Okay. When Santa's GPS system crashes on Christmas Eve, a gamer whiz kid steps in to help save Christmas, navigating mm. Santa's magical Christmas delivery schedule through snowy challenges with a magical controller. Okay, so Lifetime movies are usually not about children. Um, they're oh, usually that's why I love them. They're usually about adults and then children can be there if they are orphans or in danger. As they should be. Right. So <laughs> I'm going to say, you just like didn't mention a single mother or like a, a mom who's like dad was in the hospital. So I'm going to say fake. You are correct. Okay, great. Fake. Thank you. Thank you. Game on. Santa does not exist. <laughs> we need orphans and tragedy. Yes. Tuberculosis. Yeah, children are accessories yeah. in Lifetime movies. We need like a final list on uh, American Idol. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Give us that. Okay. And finally, we have On Strike for Christmas. Joy Robertson goes, quote, on strike for Christmas because her husband and sons are wrapped up in their own pursuits and providing no help whatsoever with the many Christmas preparations. Hmm. I'm going to say fake. It's real. Wow. Again, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think the name. Joy. Um, Christmas. Yeah. You guys, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they, I hope they come. I mean, I like that it has like a feminist element to it too. Yeah. She's like, I'm not doing it anymore. But what's weird is Lan left out that this takes a twist um, and becomes a um, like a forensic file. She murder, kills everyone in their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then she blames it on the elf on a shelf. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they take her in, and, and the rest is history. Which, by the way, elf on a shelf. Do you do that with your kid? He's not old enough. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I definitely know people that like. Do it. it. Like, the thing is, you will hear parents be like, I need it. Like, I need to be able to blackmail my child into oh. being good. Just the season. Yes. And so, there, but like now Elf on the Shelf has like sort of kind of gone into other holidays too, where there's some sort of like candy fairy where you need to trade in your candy for um, after Halloween and then you get a present instead. Weird. Yeah. So, it's like you can pick out like. 10 pieces or whatever it is, your favorite pieces, and then you give the... Because children cannot eat pillowcases of candy, you know? Right. My parents just took it. Do you know what? You want to hear something weird? My boyfriend looks like Elf on a Shelf. <clears throat> he does. Yes. Wow. Evan looks like Elf long, on a Shelf. Long and lanky. It's the eyes. He's got really <clears throat> long eyelashes, uh -huh. and he has that little face. And I tell yeah. him this. It's yeah. not like I'm like... Like, oh, I'm shaming. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. No. You're like, I am attracted to Elf on the Shelf. I'm dating Elf on a Shelf. I would, it, like, just from seeing Elf on the Shelf in people's houses, I would be like, he's hung for sure. Like, he's packing. 
Yeah. I, I mean, think that's why Santa's like, we got to get him out of here. I know, you get know? that elf out of here. We got to get these well, <laughs> female elves working. Yeah. And he's distracting them he in this is. big old swinging hall. He's got a big old swinging candy cane. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's got this like. Yeah, yeah. And and I'll look over yeah. and Evan every now and then will be like, <laughs> and he has that like I don't Twinkle. even know what is his name? Does he have a name? No, you get to name get them. Out of so here. like I know one named Noodle. Like I think Noodle with that hog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is weird. Like if if you dressed up my boyfriend as what did you do for Halloween. We thought about it, yeah. but I would have been the shelf. I would have dressed up like a shelf. Yeah. And he would have sat on me and been. Or like, you could have been like a crying child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cry. <laughs> You're like, well, the costume's bought. Yeah, but it is kind of weird what people do with their elves on the shelves. It's yeah. like, it's, oh, you see them in trees. So I mean, but like, you also see them like peeing in yeah. cups. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, pooping, pooping, pooping in the toilet. I've seen one sitting on the edges of toilets. It's so weird. And I, like, I, I hope by the time my son is of age, there will be a new way to blackmail him. Absolutely. Just do it. Yeah. And scar them. Because yeah. I feel like there's the best gift you can give someone for Christmas is trauma. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And speaking of trauma, we are going to talk about some of the weirdest Christmas crimes. Okay. So crime, <clears throat> um, forensic. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. What are they, what, what's the word? What do they call them? Uh, evidence? No, not like evidence. They're called like. True crime. True crime. I'm not a yeah. big true crime person, but like I can, <clears throat> I get it. I see it. And you know, everyone's like, women love true crime. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I forget who the guest was we had. I think it was um, Kara. You know, Kara. Oh yeah. So yeah, she was like, yes, we love true crime because yeah. women are always afraid of getting murdered. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, there, it, for me, there's like a fine line between mm-hmm. like being into it and then like being so scared. Cause I'm naturally afraid of being murdered. And then I like, I, yeah, I'm an old school Dateline yeah. gal, though, for sure. See, okay, so here's some of the <clears throat> um, weirdest Christmas crimes. Okay. okay. So here's one. It's uh, about a man named the Santa Claus burglar uh-huh. who was stuck in a chimney for six hours while trying to escape the scene. Seattle firefighters pulled the naked, uh-huh. yes, naked man from the chimney after a neighbor reported someone screaming for help. The man claimed his friend, who presumably was also on the roof with him, tossed his backpack into the chimney and he was trying to retrieve it. Apparently, his clothes also burned up somewhere in the mix. He was charged with residential burglary in a 17-month jail oh, sentence. Oh, so the clothes burned off. He didn't go into it naked. Well, I'm really excited because I'm going to Seattle for shows this weekend. And I'd love oh. for this man, if you're out of jail, I'd love to offer you a free ticket to my show. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you'd be an amazing audience member. Clothing optional. Um, yeah, Christmas crime is fun because of Home Alone. You yeah. know, like we've sort of been like, the wet bandits are like some of our favorite fictional criminals of all time. And it is a really smart time to burglarize people, unfortunately. Like that is what, I got married uh, 11 days before Christmas and we went on our honeymoon and one of our friends was supposed to be coming over to like bring the presents inside and he lapsed on it for about 48 hours. He what? He collapsed? No, he lapsed. He like didn't come over and do it um, for like two days. And so we had a bunch of Christmas presents and wedding presents stolen off of our front porch. Oh no. And it's like- Porch pirates. Yeah. And my mom goes, he must have really needed it. The man. 
And it's like, okay, I guess you got like a bath mat from Bloomingdale's. Like that's kind of sucks. For you. There's no resale. Wear it um, out. But like that, it, it's a terrible thing to do, but it ends up sort of being a, a fine crime because you can like, stores are so used to being like, all my stuff got stolen and then they just send you the stuff. But isn't that kind of messed up with like all the footage now that we have <clears throat> of like these smash and grabs and yeah. all that kind of stuff? If you put it with the background track of a holiday film, it becomes fun. Yes. Yes. No, 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 I'm sure Marvin Harry had tough lives. Yeah. You know, like it is like, Kevin, you're an asshole to them. Yeah. Let them, you're, this isn't even your shit. It's your parents' shit. Yeah. How embarrassing. All right. We have a woman boasted to her neighbors that she had the best Christmas tree in the world. That quote Christmas tree was actually a giant marijuana plant. Hero. Police in Chile found 21 cannabis plants, 29 bags of other drugs, and two shotguns in the woman's house. Apparently, the authorities had been investigating her for a month, but didn't actually expect to find a marijuana plant being used as a Christmas tree. I think she's a hero. I do too. Um, she is an icon. Yeah. She is a legend. If the Virgin Mary is a saint, this woman should be too. Yeah. Because Agreed. A Christmas tree made out of marijuana? That's hilarious. Yeah. And gorgeous and probably good for global warming. Agreed. And I'd rather grandma get run over by a marijuana bush <laughs> than a reindeer. <laughs> yes. You know? Smoke on, grandma. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. All right, we have this one. A couple was given a no-contact order after assaulting each other over an unappreciative unappreciated Christmas gift in New Hampshire. Mm. The boyfriend complained about getting a Wii system instead of the remote control plane he asked for. Uh. When his girlfriend decided to leave, he grabbed her hair and she turned around and hit him. Okay, he's a monster. Of course. And a child. A Wii system? Gross. Over a, she got you a plane? Go buy your own shit. She bought you a remote control plane. Here's the thing, I'm gonna be real. I don't trust people who own drones. I was going to say, I don't trust people from New Hampshire. <laughs> let's, so not, I... <laughs> let's not trust people from New Hampshire who own drones. <laughs> drones weird me out. Like, oh my God, they're so strange. It's so, like when people have them, even like remote control planes. So yeah, this guy is definitely a creep. I don't yeah. understand the mindset of a guy. Look, look at the helicopter. Again. Yeah. She like, did, and she still got him a present. She and she's got like, him a present. okay, you're a dork. I'll get you this thing. And it was like, oh, she just, this is how dorks are intense too. Cause it's like, that's not what I want. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you 
Pulled her hair? Pulled her hair. She shouldn't, she should have not gotten in any trouble. I think that would be the biggest of red of flags <laughs> if yeah. it was like you got your husband or wife something and they're like, what did you do? Uh-oh. And you're like, what? I did this. You did? No, you did not. You complained? Did you grab his hair? No. What'd you do? He got me a Tiffany necklace. What? And so I knew it was expensive and I just didn't like it. Okay. And so I was like, I don't want you to have spent this amount of money on something that I don't like. And so um, he re- he returned it and then bought me something else. I just remembered something. I did this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. You just said that. I was like. <laughs> I didn't fight him. I no. wasn't like, you piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. No. I just was like, this was a lot. It was a lot. And I know you consulted with people, but they were wrong. Yeah. And so we're going to take this back to Mr. Tiffany. My Elf on a Shelf got me a uh, bracelet. Yeah. From Rodeo Drive. And I, I can't remember if it was for my birthday or an anniversary or something, but I'm not like, as you can see, I yeah. don't wear jewelry. Yeah. I'm not like, a, I've never really worn jewelry. And it was really, really nice. But I was like, I, I'm i going to brush my teeth and it's going to fall down the drain. Like I was thinking like, I'm going to go somewhere and it's just yeah. going to fall. It's going to get ripped off me. And I was like- Jewelry is tough. Jewelry is tough. <clears throat> but a plain- a remote control plane. So we get out of here, Radio Shack. Yeah, take that shit to Best Buy. Grow bro. up. Yeah. Play real tennis, you baby. God. Okay. We have two more. Okay. This one is about a man, and I'm already in. Yeah. Not because it's a man, mm-hmm. because this man is high on bath salts. Oh boy. He broke into a house in Ohio and uh-huh. started to decorate. Okay. Helpful. An 11-year-old boy found the man decorating and playing with his toys when he called his mother who was at the neighbor's house. The man reportedly lit candles, gay, gay, and hung a wreath, gay, gay, on the garage door while watching TV. He was arrested and charged with burglary. But he didn't steal anything. Well, but he was also high on bath salts. Yes, no, that's the part that's not great. But everything else, well, I go, lucky he didn't eat the kid. <laughs> oh, look, a Christmas cookie. You know, no. I want me no. Yeah. What was he watching on TV? I right. hope it was a Lifetime Christmas yes, movie. Yes. Yay. Yay. Um, I just, like, as a mom who's busy, I think this sounds helpful. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, son, come on over to the neighbors, and then we're going to let him foam in the front yard when he's done. <laughs> but I mean, what? You know what? It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because- it's really like when you said a man high on bath salts, your, your brain immediately goes Florida. And then you yes. go, well, Ohio, Ohio is kind of the, the Midwest the of Florida. Thing. Yeah, God, the Midwest look at these stats. We're doing like... We're playing, you know, uh, we're, yeah. we're making our, like, fantasy meth Christmas league. Well, and I'm from Indiana, and people always talk major shit about Indiana, and some of it is, like, fine, you can do that. But, like, Ohio, Kentucky, Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, we're surrounded by other places where men are high on bath salts. Oh, you know, yeah. like, that's we haven't patented that in Indianapolis. What's that What's that Michael Keaton show that was, like, the dope? The gra- oh, yeah, Dope Sick. Dope Sick. Yeah. That's all there. My parents dope. loved that I know, show. it's a really good show. But this would be a great Lifetime movie. Bath Salt Santa? Bath Salt Santa. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, because, like, we have friends that, like... So high doesn't know he's playing reindeer games. <laughs> you know? We have 
ones that like take Adderall to be able to clean their apartment. And he was like, yeah, I I, I adopted a family yeah. and took bath salts and then hung wreaths and lit hung candles. Wreaths, lit candles. I, I helped with the toys, you know. Yeah. Maybe this is the kid's fault. I Because I think Santa came down that chimney, but before he came down, his clothes were not burned off. <laughs> he came down, before he came down, Mom put out the cookies, mm -hmm. and then Timmy got into, like, Dad's secret drawer in the shed, found a little baggie that mm. looked like powdered sugar, mm. and sprinkled it on the cookies. And then chocolate Santa chocolate. went wild. Yeah. We're all asking for a man to come into our house mm -hmm. around this time, and this man did. He did. And now he's in jail? <laughs> it's like a double standard. I know. I don't like it. It's a no-no-no for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally... Next time you think about stealing that baby Jesus from the local church, uh -huh. think again, because it could be implanted with a GPS device. A woman was arrested, guess where? Florida. Florida, on theft of the baby Jesus after GPS tracked it down. This is supposedly a fairly common crime during the season, and a number of churches have started to use GPS and camera systems to deter and locate thieves. Yeah, I mean... To put a GPS in a baby Jesus, what does this world come to? You know? I mean, AirTag Christ. I have friends that AirTag their children. Yeah. So, I mean, did they, where was it? In his booty? How many holes are there in a fake baby Jesus? I don't have time for that. <laughs> I really don't. I honestly, I think they just like, I mean, it has to be like on the back of the diaper. Yeah. Here's the thing. I went to Malibu this weekend uh -huh. and they had a nativity scene I want to say it was in like Calabasas, like going yeah. towards Malibu, but they had a nativity scene and it was like full caged. Caged? Caged nativity. I mean, I also think stealing from a church is a victimless crime. It's so weird. They've been stealing from us for years. Fair. Have you ever seen the Vatican? Yeah. Well, Get that yes. shit on selling Sunset because um, that is nice. God. So let us take some baby Jesuses if we want. But I mean, I feel like that's such like a, what do you need it? What do you need a baby Jesus you for? You don't. You probably got like stale wafers there and are trying to show the church what's up. I don't think, I feel like if you're going to steal, I mean, I feel like the baby Jesus is the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the Super yeah. Bowl like prize. Well, you know, they didn't air tag Joseph. Like, Who you gave a shit about Joseph? No one. No I, one cares. In some ways, I feel bad for Joseph. Did you ever do a nativity scene when you were a kid? I think it was like come up to the front and like sit here and like be a goat, but it wasn't like <laughs> planned. You know, when they're just like all the kids. Were you a farm all... animal? They made I, you the goat? Probably. I would. I've been a turnip. I've been the farmer's daughter. Oh, cute. Yeah, I've been a lot of different farm adjacent things mm -hmm. in plays. Mm -hmm. But like Christmas, Christmas. Styles. I think Christmas style, I just was like a young white girl that they were like, you're a, yeah, you're a piece of hay. Mm, I was not. I, our neighborhood did a nativity scene and they were down, they already had a Joseph. Uh-huh. And I don't remember, I think Jesus was, I don't know if Jesus was a real baby or if it was like a plastic baby. I can't yeah. remember. It wasn't air tagged. And someone stole it. So hopefully it grew up. Wow. And, now they have they loved. have live nativity scenes. That's what I did. It was a live nativity yeah, scene. Yeah, those are fun. And I, they, had, they already had a Joseph and they were like, well, do you want to be the angel? Yeah. Mama, I worked. I gave you heaven. Yeah. I gave you miracle. <laughs> 
I sat on top of this shed and was like, Sun Tuesday News, like gave Boy, you chess. like in Excelsis Day. Nine or ten years old, and my parents were like, um. <laughs> I think he smelled too many candles at home. <laughs> yeah, I was giving you heavenly theater. Gorgeous. It was so stunning. Um, okay, now we're gonna do this. Okay. Since we have put together and played these games about Hallmark. Mm-hmm. movies and themes, we are going to make a our very own mm-hmm. Hallmark Christmas movie plot. Okay. This is a Hallmark Christmas movie plot generator, so we get to choose from each category. Okay. Okay, so the first category is a location, or no, no, no. This is the the the, the woman, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so the first category, it's a big city girl, uh-huh. a career-oriented woman, recently single girl, <clears throat> world-weary woman, or uh-huh. with the wrong guy. Okay. Okay. I want to go world-weary. World-weary. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. Of just like, because Exhausted. the thing is, you can be world-weary and also be in a big city, be yes. career-oriented, have broken up. Like, it's just such a big sort of blanket and especially around the holidays, you mm-hmm. can just be like, fuck Ugh, this. I hate all of you. Yeah. yeah. And that has like a little bit of an element of like a Grinch or a Scrooge to it. Fair. Of just like, I don't want to do holidays this year. Ugh, one of my favorite movies is the Divas Christmas Carol starring wow. Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Oh, so good. Find it. I don't know where it is, but it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Her name is Ebony Scrooge. Gorgeous. She's an ex-diva with Chili from TLC. Oh, wow. Who is like the Jacob Marley. And she's just like a bitch diva. Kathy Griffin's like the ghost of Christmas past. It's so weird and fun. You're welcome. TLC had a Christmas bio, or a TLC had a lifetime biopic. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, they did. It was. Uh. <laughs> All right. So we're going with world weary woman. Yeah. Now, what's her occupation? Is she a lawyer, a writer, a baker, interior designer, or early 2000s actor you forgot about? Okay, so architect should be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, God. <laughs> Megan has notes, you guys. I do, architect is like yeah. the most common one. Baker, seen it, writer, we are them. And it's like, we are world weary. Interior designer, what do you have to be world weary about? Um, I'm going to say- Can we throw social media influencer in there or is ooh, it not yet that time? No, that that could be fun too. Like, law, I, I lean towards like evil corporate lawyer. Like maybe she's a lawyer for insurance companies. Ooh. And like when people are like, hey, I have cancer. She finds ways for the insurance companies to not have to pay for their treatment. So world-weary lawyer yeah. for an insurance company. Yeah. Okay. Now, her big task that she has to do in the movie, she either has to inherit something, uh-huh. to enter a folksy contest, to stop some corporate closure, uh-huh. to save the family business, or to appease their sassy friend or widowed parent. Okay, I think save the family business, mm-hmm. and the family business needs to be something like very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I've seen in Lifetime movies toy stores. I've seen Christmas shops. Mm-hmm. I've seen cafes, obviously dance studios. So it needs to be like you can actually combine the elements of folksy contest with family business to get a folksy family business. It could actually be a family business that makes sleighs. <laughs> wow. I think we're going to combine folksy family business. Yeah, folksy family business. It could be a Cracker Barrel. Yes, those are shutting down. Those are shutting not down. Not this Christmas, they're not. 
<laughs> she could own a, a Quiznos location. Mm, yes. yes, queen. <laughs> queen Quizno Christmas. <laughs> QQ Christmas with a Q. Yeah. Okay. And then this next column is just... And magically falls in love. Uh -huh. So she has to magically fall in love with someone. And that person is either a sensitive guy in plaid with an old flame. Same guy. <laughs> with some guy and his dog. Same guy. With a single dad and his precious child. Precocious. Oh, precocious. Yeah, so yes. that's a child that's going to be like, you work for insurance companies? That's whack. And she's like, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I've never had yeah. a kid speak to me like that before. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they yeah. probably have glasses. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end, they're like, will you be my mom? Yes! Yeah, like that yeah that one's speaking to me. I don't even know. I, I know what precocious is. I just read it too fast. No, I know, I know. Precious. Well, yeah. and I'm sorry to... No, um, I, get, I get it because some people will be like, he can't even read! And it's like, okay. <laughs> no, precocious is just such a specific type of Christmas movie child. Mm -hmm. Kevin mm -hmm. is one, mm -hmm. you know? And um, finally, with Christmas, the town and some guy. So here, here's my problem with this plot generator. Uh -huh. These can all be that. Mm -hmm. You can be a single dad who has a dog, is her ex, wears plaid, and is just a guy. You know, like, so uh, to, that's, yes, it's same way World Weary was. That's why I want to go with single dad and his precocious child, okay. because I do want him in plaid. I do want him to have a golden retriever. Mm. I need him to be her ex from like middle school. Who's now the sheriff. Yes, but like doesn't carry a gun. Right, You know, right. like it's like- the town's cool. Yeah, the town, the town listened in 2020 mm -hmm. and the sheriff is no longer carrying a gun. Right, right, right. He just has like keys to every store yes. in town. Yes, yes, yes. And then he can get them like to a roof that has a gorgeous view of the city. With Edison bulbs yeah! stringing from the top. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> and the final sentence, which is sticks with everything, and also the and also the only old man in town might actually be the real Santa Claus. Wow! 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 Is this why we love this so yeah. much? Yeah. Yeah. So let's read it all together. Okay. World weary lawyer for an insurance company saves the folksy family business and falls in love with the single dad and his precocious child, and also the only old man in town might actually be the real Santa Claus. Who has cancer, and she has to find a loophole that he can get chemo. What's this called? Cancer Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas with cancer? Chemo cancer Christmas. <laughs> Only on Lifetime. <laughs> oh, my God. Megan, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for being here today. Tell everybody where they can follow you. Yeah. All that jazz. If you have any shows coming up. I would love for you to listen to I Love My Kid, but yes. um, where we complain about being parents and <laughs> that our kids might be gay because they love candles. Um, and then you can follow me at Better Megan Gailey on Instagram. There was a Megan Gailey, and I did need to show her a lesson. Um <laughs> And then, and then at Megan Gailey on X. Oh, and I was tweeting today. I was Xing today. You were? Yeah. Sometimes you just wake up and you go, I got to pop off some X's. Pop off some X's. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's our show, guys. Thank you so much. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the Patreon, Just Saying with Justin Marndale. Make sure to like and subscribe, rate and review. Uh, Follow the YouTube channel and uh, listen wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you next time. Hope you guys are having a happy holidays. Mwah. Bye.